to another episode of snap decisions i am your host with the most the marvel snap dj and i've got another special guest with me on this week's show i am zal snap we have been talking for a long time i wanted to have him on um and we just couldn't get you know things happen and work happens and this happens and so i finally got him here with me tonight zal welcome to my show i am really happy to have you with me uh thanks for coming on really appreciate it Oh, the pleasure is absolutely all mine. I'm seriously so thankful that you had me on here. It's, I've been waiting so long to do this with you. We've had so yes. many things happen. And it's finally for like here. a month. <laughs> yeah, right, literally a month. But I'm so glad we finally can meet up and figure it out now. So thank yeah. you so, so much for having me on. Oh, man, no problem. Absolutely, absolutely. So I'm going to start with this because I, this is what, you know, usually like to talk about people's backgrounds in both video games, maybe in card games themselves, because everybody kind of comes from somewhere. With me, it was Magic. I, I played Magic back in the 90s when it first came out, when it was just the, you know, no oh, wow. digital versions or anything like that. Yeah, I wish <laughs> I would have hung on to my cards, dude. Those cards are so, they go for so much money now. Some of the cards that I owned back then. Is it like all, a Blue Lotus or Black I had, Lotus? I had a Black Lotus. <laughs> oh. a beta, I had a Beta Black. Now, not just the 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 original one i had a black bordered black lotus which the original, was like literally original. the yes <laughs> and they go for like i i almost got sick when i saw ebay and i saw how much those cards sell for i was like oh my god a friend of mine that we used to play we used to play almost weekly we'd go to a place in uh, that we uh, about a half an hour away from us and they would have tournaments um and we play a, a lot there we we went to a few out of state went to jersey for a big tournament that they were you know ten thousand dollar prize and stuff like that um, but he came up to me and I haven't seen him for a while. And he walked up to me and he's like, Joe, he goes, do you happen to look on eBay and see how much our cards are worth? I'm like, no. And he goes, yeah, don't. Oh, God. <laughs> so just, now he sold his collection to, to pay for a down payment on his house. So that was then. So, but he told me, he said, Joe, we'd be millionaires. And oh, I said, yeah. that's how bad they, and he goes, yes. And the, and the kicker is those things are actually selling. They're not just sitting on eBay. People are buying these cards for that amount of money. I'm like, oh my god! You see yeah, all the videos dude. on YouTube. Anyone pulls one or something yes. like that, it always goes viral immediately. You know oh I mean? my gosh, man! Yeah, both of us. Like he, he his collection was more than mine because his his had beta everything. So he had he had a beta Lotus. He had the Power Nine, which is what they called them. So it was all the Mox jewels. So black, uh, the black, the the Mox Jet, the the Ruby, all of those. And then he had Time Walk, Time Twister, and I forget what the other one was. But they were all the broken cards. That they got banned like almost instantaneously when oh, the, no. when the real game first started, you couldn't use any of them. But back then, we were allowed to play with all that stuff, and we yeah, we had it all. I was a I was a black player strictly, and I played all discard. That's the only that's all that's all I played. I never I never varied. I never went to other colors. I just played black discard. He liked to play land destruction, where you 
you, it was a lockdown deck essentially. You blow up the other player's land, they can't do anything, and and they they sit there not able to play because they're the land. I'm always you. down for some lockdown. So yes, oh well, you would have loved his deck because that's indeed what it did. And then there's a card uh, called a Black Vice where if you couldn't play, it did one damage to you for every card you held in your hand, every turn. So if you're sitting there and you have no land to play. You can't use any cards. You're sitting there with a handful of cards, and every time you're taking damage for each card you're holding in your hand, it was nasty. That sounds horrible. Nasty. Yeah, <laughs> it really was. So people, you know, it's funny because people talk about Snap, and, and they complain about Snap conditions and all that kind of stuff. It's like you don't know until you've played some of these older games what lockdown really is or what all that stuff really is because that stuff was just Im immensely broken. Uh, so <laughs> I can't even imagine. I cannot oh even imagine. Oh, my gosh. It was crazy, man. But where um, – so where did you get started? Um, I know some people come from a video game background, like, the, you know, playing uh, actual video games and stuff or uh, played other card games. So uh, what brought you in the Snap, man? Well, I guess we can start with my video game history. What really got me into video games, my first ever console was a Game Boy. Uh, that's like nice. the first thing I remember like I had. It was my brother's. Uh, and so when yep. I turned old enough to finally like, realize what I was doing, I played Pokemon, uh, nice. Sapphire and Ruby, Emerald. Those were my yes. first ones. It was, I <laughs> Kyogre will always be my favorite Pokemon of all time. Um, but then, yeah, obviously I started progressing. I got a Wii eventually. started playing some Wii Sports. That was a blast. And my first real, real console was an Xbox 360. I'm a huge RGP, or excuse me, rpg rpg player me too um, so Love skyrim it. fallout Love um, it. red dead redemption anything like that i'm always like so about all the star wars video games as well oh man uh, fantastic i love yeah. them so much um, knights of the old republic baby from back in the day <laughs> i played the hell out of those games yeah i like just discovered that video game Oh, uh, so like probably good. like six months ago i have an account now i can't stop playing it it's so good <laughs> it's man. amazing i love it um yeah. but that's like basically my video games like i still play rpgs which is mostly what i play really at all nice. but uh my i don't really have like a trading card or like a card game history at all okay. really all right. um i played uh i was a kid you know i opened a couple magic packs a couple pokemon packs here and there but over covid when the whole pokemon explosion thing happened yeah um it was so it was during covid so me and my friends were all out of school we we're all home doing uh zoom classes and the whole night yeah you know i was mean? stuck at home though yeah. yeah um and so we started getting packs because like they were starting to become expensive and so eventually we turned to all those packs we were buying we started playing decks and making decks and so that was fun but then i saw i swear to god this is exactly how it happened i was at school and i saw an ad from marvel snap on youtube I was like, okay, well, that looks like oh, pretty wow, sick. Okay. I downloaded it. <laughs> the rest is history. It's as simple nice. as that. Yeah. Nice. Now you get. You were telling me before we uh, before we started the show. You, did you get in on beta or did you get in right after beta? Uh, I global release. I didn't. I didn't oh, think okay. I like. I knew there was a beta even happening. I didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. So I played global release, and then I was hard stuck gold. I mean, I was seriously hard stuck gold. I couldn't do anything. So I ended up. I stopped playing. I completely just stopped playing. Um, okay. I came back for the Dakin season in August, I believe it was. Yeah. Um, and then I. Yeah, I've been playing ever since then. I've been having such a good time. And yeah. hitting infinite in the beginning, I didn't hit with docking. Well, because I was so brand new. I had no idea what was happening. So many new cards came out. And yeah. then for the, I think it was the Loki season next. I also didn't hit infinite, but I've been I've been doing it ever since. I've been, I've been killing it. Awesome, man. That's <laughs> awesome. I love it. Now, were you a um so well do well first off, I gotta backtrack. Are you a Star Wars fan overall? Massive. I've seen them all. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Me too. It's great. I was talking about when Nerf Herder was on last week. Well, of course, his name is Nerf Herder. And I'm like, dude, you have to be a Star Wars fan. And, and him and I just went. And I I, I, I saw the original um, when I was with my father. I was I was eight years old. So wow. 1977. And we went to see it. No one knew what it was. When it first came out, my dad's like, you're going to want to see this, aren't you? I'm like, yep. 
<laughs> he takes me to, and of course he falls asleep in the theater. Uh, and there I am sitting there watching it, watch Darth Vader appear on a screen for the very first time. Um, actually, and I still, when you went to the movies back then, um, they sold movie programs. So it's almost like you go to a Broadway show and you can get this like little booklet that would have the details of the actors and their backgrounds and all this kind of stuff. I still have it. He bought it for me. It was like wow. five bucks and I still have the program. It's yellowed and pink, the paper, because it's so old now. Uh, but it's it's uh, it's one of the coolest things that I have. That's amazing. Um, yeah. And uh, and I'll always remember it. But yeah, I'm such a I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. I have been ever since I saw that. I've seen all the films. I've seen all the series on Disney Plus. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, I've read a ton of the comic books. I even played a game. Uh, there was a there was a there was a Star Wars card game that came out around the early 2000s maybe in and around there and i still have a binder full of those cards down in my basement uh, that that i used to play too the game was hard as hell and nobody liked it it was kind of supposed to be taken after the whole magic thing uh, after yeah. magic got so popular but it just never caught on because it's really really hard to play but yeah dude i i love all that stuff man the uh, uh the first the first star wars i saw was uh episode three that was like the okay. first one I remember. Uh, yeah, I was born in 2000. So I, yep. I, the, the, my first trilogy was uh, the, or the, the, the prequel. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I saw that one. Um, and then like a little bit down the road, like once I started getting like middle school, we watched the whole entire thing. The whole entire thing. I absolutely adore it. I so, so, so much. I will always have a special place in my heart for episode three. It would just always, always be there. Um, and then I think wasn't the, like the 25th anniversary of Return of the Jedi? Yes. Like recently, yeah. They had yep. a showing in my local movie theater. I yep. had to go see that in theaters. I, I almost like, I mean, man, that was just a crazy moment. It was a surreal scene on the big screen for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'd imagine. It's great to hear. See, I always love hearing from somebody like you that, because uh, Nerf Herder and I last week were talking about, because we're a little bit older and growing up on the original stuff. And then you, you know, you grew up with the prequel trilogy and that's what we kind of talked about. It's like so many people kind of a lot of it from maybe our age group are like, yeah, the prequels were terrible they're garbage, you know, and then, but you know, George Lucas himself came out and said, they're not made for you really. They're not made for guys like our age. They're made for a different generation. They were for the people that were growing up at that point in time. And, and people have to understand that. It's like, you know, you, you may not like it exactly because, oh, it's not like the originals. It's not like, but they were made in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so it, it, they're going to be completely different. Um, but yeah, that's, and he said the same thing. And I, and I love all of them. I, I don't care which one it was, which ones they were. I like them all. And I could watch them over and over and over. Every time I have, I have YouTube TV, every time they're on there, I throw them on. And yeah, I, most of them, to be honest with you, like most of them, I could recite line for line. I've seen them so many times that, you know, the original three, I, I, as soon as somebody says something, I'm saying the next line that comes out of their mouth. It's like, yeah, I, I it's <laughs> the original, the original trilogy or excuse me, the prequel trilogy was so, so good. But then, you know, obviously I watch them all back and I, I watch them all the time. Like you said, whenever you're on television, yeah. I always click. I have to maybe except if it's the last Jedi, maybe not. But other than that, I usually click every single one of them. Um, but I, I will say that maybe this is controversial, but Darth Vader versus Luke, that lightsaber battle. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, is better than Anakin versus Obi-Wan. Wow. Okay. And so I know like choreography, like movie wise, of course, it's like looks better. The, it's so much more fluid and like, sure. you know, all that. But the like the you watch the first original three movies and the, the immense buildup. And like I like I get chills about it right now. I've talked about it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's yeah. just like the immense buildup, the whole entire all three movies 
accumulating up to that very moment right there. I mean, and the music, the, the music is amazing oh. too. I just, I love that fight, that uh, that battle so, so, so much. Yeah, that. Let me. Yeah, it's it's so like you. We were sitting there, my friend and I. Um, oh my gosh, Empire came out in '82, so I was 13 when I saw that. Um, and we're sitting in the movie theater, and when Darth Vader told Luke that he was his father, the look on her and my face, we're sitting there like, <gasps> what? Oh my God, no <laughs> we're just like, and and we're, <laughs> oh my God, yeah, dude, it was, but I, yeah, I totally get that, and I understand why you would say that because again, you got to remember, you know, that lightsaber battle was again made in the eighties, nineteen eighty two, nineteen eighty three, and in around that time. Now they can have a battle like him and Obi Wan had that can go for 15, 20 minutes because it's almost all special effects, and so they can do that now. Whereas back then, there's no way they wouldn't have had enough money to even try to attempt to do that, um, let alone doing it. But yeah, and that's I think that's what makes it so cool, and even the newer ones. Like the new ones that came out, I know people a lot. Other people trash those. Oh, the first one was a was a ripoff of the original one, and was that, I did it, like the first one. The first one I, I loved the first one, dude. Yeah. Loved it. The second one, eh, not so much. Last Jedi was just stupid. Uh, I don't know what Ryan Johnson was thinking when he did some of that movie. Like, especially after the end of the first one, like when 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 she walks up that mountain at the very end of that, and she hands that lightsaber. Luke standing there. I that was the one of the coolest scenes I've ever seen. And they're playing that music at the end. And I'm like, and then we're thinking like, this is where it ends. I have to wait three years now to see what happens. And, and then it starts off in the next one. And she, and, he, and she gives him the thing and he chucks it over. Yeah, so I'm like, come on, what, man. What? What? That was the stupidest ending. To that, the, the, oh, I was like, and, and it was even Mark Hamill hated it. Like Mark Hamill even said he couldn't stand the way that he had him portray that character. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm, I, yeah. It, it's a weird I, transition I, from episode six. Yeah. To episode to the next it's just weird yeah, it really was jj abram should have just done all three of them and oh, yeah. just not had different directors but but yeah it was what it was i'm uh are you watching the stuff on disney plus are you watching the series and stuff like that um i i haven't watched the actual shows in a long time actually it's been, okay. it's been like a little busy and i just i don't know i just haven't been watching it for some reason yeah. i have to catch up i know i do and same thing with like loki and all the marvel ones like, i yes. gotta catch up i'm slacking there's so many and uh, there's, there's so, so many, many now it's yeah ridiculous. they're they they I think they went a little overboard. I'm kind of glad they're scaling back. Marvel said they're they're gonna start scaling back to where they do one or two movies, maybe, and the series they're they're not gonna do like just one character centric anymore. They're yeah. gonna make them like they're doing Daredevil now, which Daredevil's gonna have Punisher, Daredevil, uh, Kingpin, all of the characters. Yeah, it looks great. One, you see his oh, new suit? Yes. Oh, yeah, it dude, good. it's badass. I, yeah. I'm I'm excited for that because they're also saying now that Tom Holland might be in that. So they may have Spider-Man in that at ground level now uh, with all of them, which is, which is, he's been, I mean, you look at the, you go into Spider-Man comics. He's been, he's Daredevil has been in Spider-Man comics for years. Yeah. Uh, so they, yeah, that's going to be awesome. So I, I think it's smart of them to do that. It's just too much. Like you're saying, it's too much to watch. Uh, but I would tell you, if you get a chance, watch the Ahsoka series, the one that just came out a little bit ago. Um, and the reason I tell you to watch it is because when Star Wars, when the original series finished, there was nothing movie was for us after that. It, it took until the, the prequels came out. Yeah. But there was a book series that came out called Heir to the Empire, which is fantastic. Uh, Timothy Zahn wrote it. It was a three things, uh, three book trilogy that he did. And it was all about Thrawn. And that's oh. where that's coming from. And I think, I think 
that's where uh, that's where they're going with that Ahsoka series. And now in in his books, they use the original characters. So they had Han and Luke and Leia and all that stuff. Obviously, they can't do that now. Yeah. But I think what they're doing is I think they're going to use the character, the, the Ahsoka character, and I think they're going to use the characters from Star Wars Rebels, the animated series. And I have seen parts of Rebels. That's fantastic. That. Yeah. That's fantastic. It's it, That's a great watch. Um, but I think that's what they're going to do. I think he's, he's going to basically do that with the characters from Mandalorian, this characters from Ahsoka and and bring them all together and I think they're going to do that book series which would be amazing you know and he's doing a movie and so I think that's what the movie's going to be so, yeah that sounds yeah. excellent yeah, yeah I'm excited awesome I'll yeah. always see a Star Wars movie you you will always get me to buy a ticket 100 percent oh absolutely man <laughs> absolutely well there you go I love this I absolutely love it I found out he's a wrestling fan too that's fantastic uh, for those of you who don't know and I think I've told a lot of you already but I have a wrestling podcast uh you know that i started four years ago uh, that i do on a weekly basis and he and i were talking before the show started that he's a wrestling fan and he's a cody rhodes fan uh which again i know this isn't a wrestling podcast but cody rhodes is like on top of the world right now Finish uh, so story. i was yeah i was saying man you got every time i hear that damn theme song man i get chills every I get time i hear <laughs> when did you start watching wrestling dude i have to ask i i just took my youngest to her first ever wrestling show they had a show up here in the arena by me um and she absolutely she, i remember her walking out and i said well, what'd you think and she goes i kind of think i'm gonna start watching this now because seth rollins is kind of hot and i'm like <laughs> <laughs> that's great <laughs> so when did you start watching wrestling dude um so just like my marvel snap like beginning of that whole thing it was just like like by chance i guess you could call it Damn. i was like i think i was like 11 maybe like 10 or 11 years old just about i was clicking through the channels and i saw it was either smacked on or raw i can't remember which one um yeah. i click it and i saw Dwayne, the, the rock johnson on, on the screen oh, i was like man. oh that's pretty cool because i knew yeah. him from a couple like the tooth fairy and a couple of his earlier yeah. movies um <laughs> And so I, I started watching it and then like it was the be like not the beginning. It was um right, I think it was a little bit after I think it was WrestleMania twenty eight, which okay. was was that John Cena versus The Rock? In twenty eight could have been, yeah. Okay, yeah. so I started watching yeah. after twenty seven. I started okay. watching after twenty seven. Um, and so I caught the whole entire rock John Cena thing. Well, I think I missed oh, that before, but that, that was, was awesome. Tremendous. And then I uh I started watching. Then I was hooked, man. I got so hooked so fast. And then um that whole thing happened. Rock Lesnar came back to the ring. That yeah. was I saw that raw live on television when his music just played and he walked yeah. out. That was so awesome. I saw the yeah. whole CM Punk rain. Um, that was their their money in the bank, oh, man. Oh wow, unlike okay. No other, unlike no other. Um, and that's when I started. Uh, and then I I've been to a couple shows. I went to an Extreme Rules in 2019. That was nice. really cool. I saw nice. the Undertaker. I saw uh, Shane McMahon wrestle. Oh, that was man, really cool. Dude. Um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, 2011, a little bit. I'm super passionate about it. I love it so much. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's so great. I am um, when I was a kid. Oh my gosh, the the wrestlers back in like the 70s and 80s, they used to go around and wrestle in very small gyms. Like I'm talking high school gymnasiums and stuff like that. Like NWA or something like that? Yeah, well, down south it was NWA. Um, I couldn't get that up here because I was always up in the north, but it was WWF back then. Mm -hmm. um, so, but I got to, I literally ended up when I was, my dad took me to show, I was probably about nine or 10, I met Andre the Giant. 
Oh, that's awesome. Literally, he walks past me after a show uh, coming out and he literally sticks his big hand like on my, my the top of my head and he goes, you're a good boy. And he put his hand, I'm like, I will never forget. And you're then I'm looking, at, I'm, looking up at him. Yep. I'm looking at my dad. I'm like, dad, dad, do you have a pen? Can I get his on? And my dad's like, no, I don't have a pen. I'm like, well, you need to find a pen. Like, go <laughs> What an amazing memory. That's insane. Oh, my God. It was so cool. And and from then, I, you know, he he had taken me to a few shows. I got to see a show in uh, Philadelphia at the Spectrum back in the day. Um, and, you ever see Hogan? Uh, I, I did not see. So when I went to the show, that was before Hogan because it was when Bob Backlund happened to be the champion back then. So Bob Backlund was wrestling. Uh, I got to see the Rock's uh, ancestors. I got to see the Wild Samoans wrestle wow, really uh, cool. back then. So, yeah, it was a lot of, you know, some some older folk. I never got to see Hogan live. Uh, but, oh, well, I mean, growing up with Hulkamania, it was like when that whole thing started and he beat the Iron Sheik, you're just like, yeah. Uh, it was, that was <laughs> – I, I tell everybody still. And I know Hogan's done some stupid things over his career, and, yeah, and, and so it's forced, especially recently, to think some of the things he said. But when I when I hear his song that I am a real American, I still get chills. I still to this How could day you when, not? They, when they play that song, I still get chills. It's 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 insane, man. He had to be like an absolute like like super mega celebrity oh, back then. I mean, I can't even imagine. I can't yes. even imagine. Yeah, it was so popular. He had his own cartoon, man. He had a Saturday morning cartoon. Uh, yeah, it was <laughs> he was everywhere. Uh, but yeah, man, I, I I love it. I think it's fantastic. It's such a great form of entertainment. My wife laughs about it. She says that that's a male soap opera. I'm like, essentially, basically, it is. You're, it, you're it is, wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's essentially a good way to describe it. Yeah, like a stuntman, stuntman soap soap opera yes. like crossover yeah. or something like that. Then when I when I met my co-host for the uh, for the wrestling show, and he kind of filled me in on a lot of the backstory and tells me about like the things they do and that the stuff they have to train. And he's like, man, he's like the first first day of his uh, of, of his training. Uh, he went into the gym and they make you take bumps. So taking bumps, that's what they call when they, when basically you get thrown onto the, right? onto the mat. Yeah. And he said, you get done with about seven, eight hours of that. And you want to do nothing but lay in a tub filled with ice because you are so sore. People don't understand when they watch that, that that's not cushion. It's literally a, a plank floor under very, very thin mats. There's no cushioning. There. Yeah. It's very, very thin mats. And yeah. you have like middle bars are need for a little bit of flex. So yep. you do have a little bit of like a, a little bit of a softer landing. But yeah. you, you, you're taking a, a superplex off the top yes. rope. I don't care who you are. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You know what I mean? yep. Yeah, man. It's it's crazy. And that's why you really have to admire uh, a lot of them. You know, people say, well, they're acting. and stuff. They are, but they're still falling. And they're still, you know, all that stuff. Very, very dangerous. And uh, so, yeah, you have, to, you have to admire them. Yeah, I hate when people say it's fake. I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. Scripted, totally. There's a difference between yep. scripted and fake, though. You talk yep. about jumping off like a 25 uh 25 foot hell in a cell yeah mankind gets thrown off i mean that's you can't oh god it's when, it's when his tooth came out the side of his face i'm like yeah. I, then oh, you put him on a man. stretcher he got yeah. wheeled up he's like no i'm coming back <laughs> went back in went through the, the hell in a cell i mean come on get out of here <laughs> classic match man that was an absolute classic i always gravitated towards certain characters i was a big i'm a big horror fan too i watch a lot of horror films and i gravitated toward like undertaker of course a lot i i remember when he first came out and i was like <gasps> who the, the, the is that egg, right or something oh like that. my god hyping it up with the chicken egg <laughs> oh man more more recently i was a big fan of bray wyatt of course and he he passed oh, yeah. away it was so yeah. tragic that he passed away but yeah i was a big fan of his i was at an eagles game when uh when i saw the twitter uh the tweet on twitter it was so yeah. sad it was so sad yeah oh he was so young 
young. It was yeah. he, we we knew we um we knew he got COVID and we had heard that and it was like he just he just never got better from it and it's yeah. like oh my gosh when I heard about it so tragic and he has really young children and it's like ugh was just was horrible um, yeah. but but yeah uh, but yeah it's cool to hear that man I'm I'm glad to glad to hear you you enjoy that stuff that's awesome I, I absolutely love it so so look at that we got a lot in common here so that's <laughs> awesome so we're gonna talk some snap. And, uh, you know, I figured let's start with this. I want to I want to talk to you about, uh, you know, the metagame first off, because as we were talking before the show, this ends up being a big controversial thing all the time, no matter what meta it is or how things switch up and stuff like that. But now out there, we have the whole thing with the controversial stuff about Hella and Hella being as prominent as it is. Lockjaw, especially also because of, of Hella and also because of Thanos. Um, Zabu, I guess you could throw in the mix too because of what, you know, how often he's played. So tell me what you think about the meta that's out there right now in Snap. I mean, are you enjoying the meta? You know, are, you know, do you think that some of these cards really should be looked at? Obviously we have a, what do we have an OTA I think coming out this, is it this week? I think, I think it's the uh, 29th. I want to say. Yeah. I think it's just about that. Yeah. I yeah. believe so. Yeah. So, I mean, we could see something, um, some changes. I mean, it wouldn't be complete card changes, but we could see something happen. Um, so, I mean, what, what do you think about the meta? Do you think it's oppressive or, uh, you know, are, are you good with it? Are you finding it not that bad? Well, so uh, right now I'm thinking about sitting around 3,000 on ladder. Okay. So I've been, I've been playing like a pretty good amount this season. I've really been grinding. Um, and in ladder... There's a lot of hella, obviously, right? Yeah. So, so much hella everywhere. And so we like, I got to think to myself here, why did hella become popular? When it's obviously the spike in hella came when Corvus Glaive, uh, Corvus Glaive came out. Yes. And so you have to look at that card. The only thing it did was make hella more consistent. Yeah, it did. You know what I mean? And so people were trying to squeeze it into ramp decks and everything like that. But obviously it found it, it's found a shell in a, like a normal, red, like discard lockjaw type hella deck. Um, and it's really, really strong. And so yeah. it wasn't it wasn't consistent before, but now it's super consistent now. And now we're seeing like the true potential of that deck. Um, the fact that like you almost see it every single game, and people have resorted to like making decks like to counter a Hella. Um, <laughs> that's what that's where it just gets a little annoying, you right? I've yeah. been running Sarah Control. I think I have just about like you know, I think I want to say like 200, 300 games on it, roughly this season, roughly. Yeah. Um, and I've been having a blast with that, absolute blast with that. But once this hella started running about, I mean, I, I can't keep up with that. It's very, very difficult to keep up with that it is. because of just how much immense power that it drops, mm -hmm. right? And so that's like the number one deck. And then you have the Thanos Lockjaw, yeah. which I definitely think is a lot more manageable, um, a lot more easy to read because the element of RNG is still there, of course, with Lockjaw, but nowhere near as significant as Hella. Um, yeah. And so I really don't find that as bad. I use that still occasionally, and it's super. I've been having a lot of success with it with Sarah Control because it's a lot. Of, it's very very easy to get that blob back down to zero with Shadow yep. King, Shang Chi, a lot of those cards. Because if everything goes right, you have a two cost Enchantress, a two cost Shang Chi, and all your Shadow Kings one or one cost. You know the whole entire thing. So you can you can do a lot with the, with the Sarah Control against that deck. So I don't yep. have any really big uh, gripes with that one. Not not at all. But it's just a hella. Um, what do you do? Do they touch it next OTA? That's what I said. I, you know, I, I heard on a couple other podcasts that were talking about it. Like, what do you do with the card? It, it's so difficult to figure that out. And that's why people are saying, well, maybe Lockjaw, because Lockjaw is involved with almost all of these decks in one way or another. Uh, Hella doesn't always have Lockjaw, but it is in some of them. Um, yeah. But but yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I don't know at this point what you do with it. Because, I mean, obviously nothing with her stats are going to help it. Nothing, Zero. you know, taking sure, her power it's, it's or any... 
Yeah, it, the, the ability has to be changed. But then when you look at that, it's like, well, what do you do? You say, okay, well, you only bring back a certain amount of cards. It only brings back your last like one card. But even if you do that, then the card's dead. I mean, it's it, people aren't going to play it. So I don't know. I mean, what would you – if you had to change Hella, what would you do? What would you change the card? How would you change the card? Well, it's just super difficult to say because, like, obviously, yeah. like I said, Corvus is what made her shine so bright. Yes. And so you really can't mess with Corvus. He just came out. Right. Uh, the ability is so unique. You can't change that. So you look at Hella. I took a couple notes because I thought you were going to ask me a question <laughs> like this. What if, okay, hear me out. Yeah. What if it brings cards back from left to right? Okay, so right? location control. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So like you, you put the hell in the right lane. It's it, you discarded four cards. If you have two open spots on the left, it fills those two. You have one open spot in the middle. It fills that one, and then the last card because that's that's the fourth card goes to the right. At okay. that point, I feel I don't. That was just off the top of the like yeah. my dome. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. At that point, it's easier for your. Uh, it's easier for the opponent to recognize what can happen. Um, which I think is better, and it's also more better. It's better. It's well, it's not necessarily better for the user but it does add an element of like predictability of yeah. where things are going to go it can still be a random order of which cards are going to are going to spawn back but i think just a certain element of control in her ability would mm -hmm. make her a lot more like a lot more better to play against i guess you could say do i really know what the element could be i mean that was one idea i the certain amount of cards i don't know if i like that too much yeah. um i feel like that really nerfs you overall like hella discard yeah i would agree um I, I don't know. I would sit here for literally 25 minutes trying to jot something up. That's all I, that's all I could think of. I, I don't know. How do you change? It's, I don't know. Does everyone use Cosmo? <laughs> or, I don't know. I, I, yeah. I mean, people people have gotten to the point where they're using Absorbing Man Shang-Chi, which oh. is insane. They're, they're playing Absorbing and you have to play another one in your deck in order to, in order to control it. Um, yeah. I mean, I like your idea, you know, because then at least you're the opponent. You can plan for that because you know where they're going to go. So then, okay, you know, if he plays the hella, it's going to go left or right or wherever the case might be. You're at least going to be able to plan a little better for it. Um, it it's it's really crazy to me um, that we're talking about, you know, in this meta that we're talking about hella the way she is. Right. It's crazy right. to me because hella never amounted to. And remember back in the day when they play with Blade and every almost every single game, Blade's discard Nella. Every, single, every single game, and then you're done. You, yeah. And I tried it back then, and it's like I, there's I could never get her, and when I would get her. I either couldn't play her or she'd get discarded one way or the other. And I, and I would never be able to use her anyway. Yeah. So I, I, but it's crazy to think that that that's the way the meta has gone. It's really, you saw the progression, I think from, you know, Thanos blob and now to, to Hela, but it's all similar stuff because it's just all gigantic cards. Uh, and so it kind of progressed a little bit differently, but it's still they're they're probably still the two top decks in the game are are probably Hella and Thanos. There was a, a little brief period for it might be even a week or maybe even a couple days where I think it was like a little bit maybe a week after Beta Ray Bill came out and people were experimenting and there yes. was a whole bunch of hit monkey running around. Yeah, Pride was was doing some <laughs> stuff. That was an excellent time, and you see, and you and you can tell the state of Snap one hundred and ten percent just through Twitter. All you need to do is just go on Twitter. Yep. And you can just tell. So like the, the, that week where the meta was all random and cool stuff, people were loving it. It was the best game of the world. But then yep. like right now, obviously, you know, no one's it's just no one's too too hot. At least what it seems like on Twitter about it. You know yep. what I mean? Any I, I I have to say any meta where like Hella is number one, I feel like isn't the strongest types of meta. 
Yeah. You know, because because at that point, I don't really use Hella myself. I'm not a fan. I just don't. I really am not a fan of the RNG. No, element. I'm not either. You know, because it really nah. could absolutely just mess you up. And you know, you snap for an AQ, you have the whole play, but the, they all spawn in one location or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I just like I like more of like the control type decks, uh, like literally Sarah control or like lock like lockdown, um, which is which is good. But yeah, I don't know. Hella interesting, super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really crazy when you bring that up. I mean, you know, I'm 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 starting to see, and I I watch a lot of content creators just like everyone else does. Um, I like to I like to watch some of them because they make me laugh when they when they do their stuff on on the shows. But I I just watch to get ideas about decks and stuff like that. But sometimes, especially recently, now you're starting to see some of them. They're getting a little upset, like a little irritated. They don't they try they don't show it because they're really good about it. They don't, you don't want to show it on stream to your viewers that you're upset. 100%, sometimes it's yeah. hard. And then when you know, and then when you see them starting to get irritated with the meta and that's oh this meta is stale and this you know this lockjaw stuff and this hella stuff and this when you start to see that you're like okay <laughs> it's, yeah right? it probably is getting a little out of hand um and and yeah so i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen um you know now you know i, I think i told you earlier when we were talking before i'm playing an annihilus uh, uh dark hawk deck basically good to try to, to counter it a little bit and it is mm-hmm. yeah, it's been really good um, and that's something you can that that can work against those decks because you're throwing stones and 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 the black widows widows bite in there and you're delaying that hand draw. So if you're if you're gumming up the works there and they can't get the cards they need, you're, they're just gonna lose. I I, uh, I saw on Turbo Bang uh, on Twitter he uh, got yeah. his like I think his seventh Infinity ticket. Um, was it last night? I think it was, it was last night or something like that. Using it was like no hella. It was a no hella deck. He was a yeah. mystique uh, pro X with Valkyrie. And yes. so yeah, if you can lock down locations and then you can reset everything to uh, three three power with a blue marvel or something like that. I mean yeah, that's an easy way to counter hella. But like you know, it, it's still just weird that you have to do that. Run something. It like is. That. Yeah, it is. I mean, here's you want to you don't know the funniest part is. Now I I do uh, every single weekend I play decks with Agatha and it became a meme thing. <laughs> I just started doing it and and I'm like you know what this actually works. I can literally throw mission cards in this dumb deck and I could end up winning and 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 you know doing all my missions for the weekend with this deck and it's worked pretty well. But all of a sudden now I start going and I'm playing the other day and all of a sudden I'm seeing Agatha and I'm like what the heck is this yeah it's all that they came out with an agatha deck for hella and i'm like oh dear lord yeah we, yeah with corvus yeah. i was just <laughs> like are you What's going on i i couldn't believe it and, and i saw and i, I want to say I, I saw uh cozy cozy made a video for it uh, yeah. and i'm like oh no the minute because he's one of the most giant creators that are out there the minute people see him playing with decks instantly they're Everywhere. gonna net deck it yeah <laughs> because it's you know because you just know he's good at what he does and then all of a sudden now agatha's running rampant so i i put on my channel a i'm like i cannot be held responsible for the agatha play i know i've been doing that but i didn't come up with anything like this the king so of agatha. Like, <laughs> but when when you see a deck that's getting played that people aren't even playing they're sitting there and just letting it auto play with agatha and it's winning because it's that good yeah i don't know <laughs> you might have to look into that a little yeah, bit yeah check it out dude <laughs> <laughs> oh man i love it i um i gotta talk about uh i saw one of your uh your videos man i i gotta talk about galactus i am a galactus enjoyer from your splits are insane yeah says from day one man i I, I told people this story. I pulled him out of a cache when they first released the big bats. Yeah. So I got him very early on. Like I wanted Thanos. 
And then I end up, I open, I remember, I remember I was getting ready for work and I remember I'm like, ah, I'm going to go on and I open one of those caches and all of a sudden pops out Galactus. I'm like, that's really, and so I look at the card and I'm like, this is stupid. Why would anyone want to do this? Why would I want to blow up other, the other locations in the game? Well, little did I know, had I known that that would have combined with like the things that it did back then, that whole spider, oh my oh. God, had I known that right then and there, I would have probably hit infinite several times over by that point because nobody, hardly anybody had the card. So yeah. it was like, I, I, and I had no idea and I didn't even touch the card until I started to see some other people started to play it. And then I'm, I'm like, Oh yeah, Spider-Man locks down that lane, and you can't go anywhere. Uh, but I, um, I love the character from the comics. I always have. Uh, I was, I was very, very disappointed when they had that Fantastic Four film that he was supposed to be in, and ended up being a big stupid cloud. Oh uh, uh, yeah, so, so right? bad. Yeah, so yeah. bad. I have to look back at it though, thinking now it was in the '90s, and they probably just couldn't do the, the special effects that they needed to do for him back then. I, I could imagine it probably would have been very difficult to do. But either way, I was I was upset about it. But I've been a fan of him, read him in the comics years and years ago, uh, and, and so I just enjoyed playing him. And then I saw up, oh, he's getting nerfed. Everybody's bitching about it, complaining about it online. They're like, "No, this is oppressive. You can't do this. This is horrible." And then he takes a nerf, and I'm like. All right. The first nerf wasn't so bad. I worked my way yeah. around it. Mm -hmm. And then then the recent one, it's like, oh my God, dude. Literally, he could be he could be stopped now by a two five lizard. I'm oh, like, yeah. come on. Exactly, right? <laughs> it's like, come <laughs> on, man. Um, but he's finding his way back into some decks. And actually, he's found his way into Annihilus. And, and people that are playing that Annihilus really? lockdown, uh, they're sending over the uh the you know the, the sentry, and of course, uh they're sending the, the void over, the hobgoblins are getting played, Celine's being used. Um, and then, you know, next thing you know, you know, you're throwing them on a lane when they have minus 15 or whatever, and you're winning. A they game. don't retreat, but they don't retreat, which is the craziest thing about it. It is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cause you would think you, you think it's gotta be coming, even if it's a century based thing or it's a, you know, it's that type of a deck. You gotta think if they're loading up that one lane, it's they're doing it for whatever reason. When it, when so. Annihilus came out, he was, it was like strictly in junk, just straight as yes. much junk as possible with yep. debris and, and man thing. It's just it was like complete toxicity. But then you see how junk like evolves and everything. And now you have a big old bag Galactus in there with like yep. a Shang Chi and a Lyoth. Yep. And the Ravona getting Ravona getting released that helped that so much at Archetype. Yes. Being able to throw down that Green Gob on two or three whenever because you have to play the Ravona on two. And then you yep. throw out the Green Gob or the uh, Hobgoblin early. And you can send over whatever you want. This the Void. I mean, it really really excelled the deck and yeah. significantly. Yeah, absolutely. You play that Celine and you hit that green or hobgoblin with Celine and you have a minus eleven on that hobgoblin. That's Gnarly. like devastating play. If you get <laughs> oh, if you get you get that out when then you have Ravona, you could throw that on a turn four. They have a negative eleven in the lane. It, it, it's pretty much game over. If you've I, got I run, um, this in your hand. Oh yeah, I, I run Psylocke uh, in my list, and uh, I try to ramp him out a little bit early if I can, if everything Smart. went right. And then yep. it's just like you would be so surprised about how many people will it, throw the Galactus down. They have like a negative, like whatever, like like say negative three Hobgob, so or a Green Gob, and so they'll play it. But like you have to know, like okay, Eliath is is in the chamber, ready to go. I mean, yep. it's just it blows my mind sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> When Eliath was first announced, I was pretty excited with Galactus. I'm like, oh, that's going to pair up with him. So I'm like, here we go. We got Spider-Man all over again. All you got to do is get priority. It's, that was win. mental. That whole <laughs> yep. when, when Eliath first came out, that was one of the craziest times for a Marvel Snap player. 
Yeah. Yeah, dude. Cause like you're playing for priority. That's all you needed to do. Mm -hmm. And it was like, yep. Yeah, absolutely, man. But I, but I love it. It's great when I see you were talking about Interobang. I've been bugging him to try to come on the show. Cause him and I got, we, we talked for a long time too. Cause he, he was like, he's always like, I'm a big Herald of Galactus, man. I'm a Herald of Galactus. (laughs) And I remember I posted all my Galactus variants one time he saw them all. And he's like, I am not even close to where you're at with your Galactus cards. He goes, so he goes, I'm bowing down to the higher Herald of, and I'm like, yeah, dude, we're all, we're all, it's all good. I said, we're all Heralds of Galactus. Like, That'd be a go. great episode. Two oh, G-Man lovers. Right we, there. Yes. I have to get him on. He keeps trying. I know he's real busy and a lot of, a lot of, you know, a lot of content creators are, I get it. A lot of them are game streaming daily and stuff like that. So it's hard, yeah. Uh, but yeah, man, I'm a, yeah, it's, it was, it was fun. Uh, but yeah, is is there any? So tell me, in the game itself. Now I said I know your play Snare Control. You like the lockdown. Give me some of your favorite cards. Tell me what some of your favorite cards are in Snap. Oh man, that's a good question. I've been having a blast. Well, okay, Miss Marvel. Yeah. I will love that card forever. Oh, yeah, I think it's so card. amazing. I mean, yeah. when she first came out, that was like I use that card. I mean, I can't even tell you how many times I played that card. Uh, I mean, uh, crazy amount, crazy Great amount. She, she's insane. I love her so much. Yeah. Um, I'm not a fan of Shang-Chi, just not a fan of it. Yeah. Obviously, I, the importance of him in the actual game itself, totally understand. Just yeah. not a fan. Just not a fan. Yeah. Um, I love the whole entire Dark Hawk package. Yeah. I'm a huge fan. Korg Rockside Black Widow. Yeah. Sign me up all day. Yeah. Um, what else do I love? Annihilus is always a great time. And I did just unlock the Galactus from the spotlight that was what last week or two weeks okay. ago. You I did just get a book cover one. Uh, no, I got the base one. That's right. You would get that. That's right. I can't <laughs> yeah. forget about that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's been such, such a, such a good time. And uh, what else have I been using? Sarah Control. Sarah's been one of my all time favorite cards. Sarah's a great card. I use, I, I use Sarah like when I first came back to the game, I used uh, Surfer. And then when Sebastian Shaw came out, oh my God, I was so excited. I was so hyped. Um, yeah, I love Sarah so much. I mean, I, I probably have the most plays on Sarah. Anything, anything cost reduction wise, your Zabu. Um, and there's some cards coming out in March that are going to be really, oh, really yeah. cool. Oh, yeah. We're going we're gonna to talk um, about those in a little yeah. bit. Yeah, there are. Yeah. Uh, yeah, those are some of my favorite cards. I, yeah, probably honestly, Miss Marvel. Ever since she came out, she's been every single one on my list. An absolute staple in all my decks. Great. Yeah, well, I well I could see that if you if you're a fan of like lockdown, she almost has to be in there. Oh um, yeah, you know you play Storm. Yeah, you know you have even Professor X and stuff still in the deck even after the nerfs and everything like that. Yeah, you you have to play Miss Marvel. Um, so yeah, yeah, I I. I like lockdown to an extent as well. Um, I know people, there's another card that, you know, people are getting upset with professor. Oh, professor X is too oppressive. You can't play it. You shut something. It's like, come on, man. When, when <laughs> Miss Marvel so first came out and then you could throw the pro X on left, yes. um, for it'd be five, it'd be a, a five, the- eight. I mean, yeah, that's, <laughs> yeah. that was a little crazy. That was, was a little insane. Yeah, I mean, at this was- point, like any Zabu is just so, so strong. Well, well it's Zabu itself is strong, but the four costs, the four cost slot, that yeah. is a super, super, super strong area of the game. Your Shang-Chi, your, your Miss Marvel, and you know, a whole bunch of like big static cards, your Tuma, Cole Obsidian. So many good four drops in this game. And so you look at Zabu, he's so, so strong. It is. It's, it, yeah. it makes it, having being able to, especially in that Sarah controls, I keep talking about it. It's so much fun. Being able to throw down that the Zabu on two, and then you have your Sarah, and then a four cost is a two cost. You can throw down three, four cost on turn two. It's immaculate, immaculate. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's another card that I'm wondering too. If if Zabu isn't far from getting some sort of nerf too, because it's like you're you're right. The the there are so many four cost cards in the game that are really really good cards, and you get them lowered down where you can play those easier. So Zabu might be another one they might end up taking a look at too, because it really is. It's a great card, and it I has mean, been since it came out. Yeah, well, it came out it wasn't. It? Oh, it was, it was even. Was, <laughs> even worse yeah <laughs> like yeah. you can you can make a list and uh, i think uh, i saw i forget who posted on twitter but it, you can take a list and just have zabu miss marvel and shang chi and yeah. you can just build around those three cards and the win percentage with just those three cards alone it's like the holy trinity of like marvel snap i mean those 100%. three cards together are just so fantastic with 415 in in the miss marvel you have the zabu all those four costs down and then shang chi can be a four three plus whatever he destroys yeah which is just so it's so good it's just so good those three cards together are amazing yeah yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. All right. So we have one card left in this season. Um, and I want to get your thoughts. Obviously, we'll talk about Proxima Midnight. She comes out tomorrow. But let me know, what, what have you thought about the Black Order season so far? I mean, obviously, uh, we had Corvus Glaive uh, last week. We had Cull uh, the week before, Black Swan the week before that. Uh, and then we got Proxima now uh, this week as well. I love the lore of these guys. I'm a big Thanos fan. Infinity Gauntlet's one of my favorite comics I've ever read. Much, much different from the films. These guys get a lot more spotlight in that then. In fact, in the MCU, they're kind of weak. A lot of them kind of just died very early yeah. on. Did, did uh, uh, Ebony Maw get like tossed off the ship or something? Like yeah, that? Ebony Maw got tossed into space and froze to death. <laughs> uh, uh, Cole got his arm hacked off by a shield or by one of Doctor Strange's portals. Yeah, and then he got sent up into the Wakanda shield and died. Yeah. Uh, uh, Proxima got run over by the big giant lawnmower thing from the aliens that was on the yeah. So she just got run over and smeared. <laughs> like they all just died in really yeah. easy ways, uh, but. But yeah, I mean, I like the lore behind them. Um, but I mean, what have you thought of this season so far? Black Swan to me, um, okay, I guess. I mean, you know, for a season pass card, it's good. It's definitely not over, you know, over, it's definitely not that strong. Like we've been, got, you know, Loki and the other ones we've gotten have been game breaking. She's definitely not that. She works good in what she does. Um, and then Cole, Cole, I think is pretty strong card, especially for a lot of these decks. We're seeing, yeah, these big, you know, these big boys in now. Um, and then obviously Corvus, I told some people, I kind of, I, I think they may have underestimated Corvus a little bit. And we're seeing that, like you, you mentioned with, with the Helideck um, being as strong as it is there. Um, but yeah, let me know what you think of uh, Black Order so far. And, and uh, what do you think about uh, Proxima that comes out tomorrow? Well, I don't really play discard. Um, yeah, like, I don't at I mean, all. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I just I don't, don't really play, not one of my archetypes. Um, yeah. And so this season for me, obviously, a little lackluster, right? Yeah. Um, the best card in my opinion being Cole Obsidian. Super, super. You can pl plug him in a lot of lists, almost any list. He slid yeah. right into Thanos Lockjaw. Um, and there was even some versions of. Uh, I did a video on Sarah Coltrell. You know, I put I slid him into there with a couple one okay. cost cards. So you know, yeah. he's very, very super flexible. My favorite card from the season, again for me, a little lackluster. But I know, like, shout out to Gaming with Flash, huge discard guy, huge, huge, huge. He's he's excited for Proxima Midnight, just like how any discard player would be. It's yep. a free seven. Uh, when, when, when are you ever going to complain about a three a free seven? You, yeah. you never will. You never, yeah. never will. Um, I'm going to skip. Obviously, I'm going to skip. Um, she, you know, I compare it to a Sebastian Shaw. 
Yes. Really. Five star in her archetype. And she'll, she'll settle whether it's like a Hella archetype or like an uh, APOC, like a uh, MODOK type discard. She'll find it, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, I was also thinking maybe like, I know my brain always gravitates toward this. You could throw in the lockdown-ish type discard with APOC, throw down a storm in there, and then maybe mm. she could dump it. Uh, something like that. It just was brewing. Okay. Um, but yeah, like I said, five out of five stars, 100% in that realm in that small little bubble but when it comes to the overall actual game of marvel snap um where else is proximate they going to fit a yeah. c7 no probably I mean, probably probably not right yeah, so it's just like it's just like i don't really know where else you'd put her um yeah i said i'm not too hot um but yeah discard lovers let's go baby it just doesn't fit in any other archetype there's just nowhere else very niche very niche yeah, yeah, I yeah, I would agree. I and even uh the the, the cards that are with her this week, I think who is it? It's Modoc and, and Dokken. Yep. Yeah. So I mean it is kind of a skippable week all in all, if you're really not into that, uh, because it is all discard based and it and it, it's not you know not necessarily hella discard, but it's kind of just like discard discard, really. Um, so if you're not into that kind of thing, now I know I've seen Drew Barry. Uh, Drew Barry does an amazing job with going over all these cards on his oh, videos, yeah, does, and I've seen yeah. him uh, do the video for her. And I, I know some people are talking about maybe playing her with Collector, so Collector discard, uh, which would kind of make a lot of sense. Because she does have some good things about her. Number one, she can get into lock locations or locations that normally you can't get into. Sanctorium. Uh, yep, absolutely. The other thing is that she is unshangable. Uh, you, you're not going to change here or get rid of her. And, and you know, seven's a pretty hefty stat to be on the board. Um, so, yeah, for folks that play that, you know, they, they have the swarms, they have the Morbius, they have the apocalypse, they have that, you know, that whole thing. Uh, and then, yeah, put Collector in there, or I don't know, maybe use Wolverine, maybe X-23 if you want to in there as well. Um, and, yeah, you probably could have a pretty good little deck, but you got to – you always have to go back to, are they going to beat Hella? <laughs> because yeah, – right? that's the thing they, they're 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 good on their own they can they can get some decent power of course with keep on hitting the apocalypse the morbius can build up really well but are you gonna beat the meta you know and, and you know that, that's not the be all and end all for everybody people are just gonna play to have fun with whatever they like to do sometimes and a lot of people aren't just they're not out to do that necessarily um but yeah i would agree i think you know if you ha if i had to rate this card i'd probably say but probably between two and three stars, maybe, you know, in and around there. And like you were saying, probably good for what she does. You know, I was thinking about it. And like, do you really want to slot out something in Hella Discard for Proximate Midnight? Because like a lot of those cards in there are, you know, you have your Magneto and your Infinite, all those massive, massive cards. And there's yeah. there's there's a little bit of wiggle room in Hella Discard, of course. You know, we saw Corvus yeah. slide right into that role, no problem. Yeah. Um, but like, do you really take out anyone for Proxima in the Hella aspect, but for traditional discard like your APOC, Modoc, Morbius? I think Proxima is a no-brainer because you're yeah, gonna you want to Modoc anyway. So like with the docking, if you want to run like traditional discard with APOC, docking, Modoc, Proxima Midnight, I'd rip open every single one of your keys if that's what you yep. want to run because it's gonna. Yep. I think that's where she's gonna slide in perfectly. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, I would agree um, for sure, and I'm sure we're gonna see that. I actually just ran into. I was playing. Um, I was playing Conquest, actually. I was playing Gold Conquest, and I ran into a traditional discard deck. Um, and, they, you know, they still work pretty well. If they go off the way they're supposed to, and like you were saying, to your point, they're very on-curve decks. So they yeah. like to have one certain play here, certain play here, certain play here. And you're right. She's going to fit into a four slot in those decks, no doubt. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, but overall, to your point as well about the season, I, I would kind of agree. I, I would think it's, you know, 
probably a pretty average season overall. Um, you had some decent cards that were maybe three stars, four stars, maybe I guess you can maybe say with Cole, and but then some that weren't so great and not seeing so much play. Uh, so giant. over, yeah, 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 super, yeah, super giant is a is a weird card, man. Yeah, you can I say find, that again. Yeah, it really is. It's like a really weird tech card. I even thought to myself because I'm always thinking about Galactus and I'm thinking, I, I wonder if I throw her in there. They can't do anything on turn five, and then I just end up being able to Galactus them on turn six, but it's it's not going to work out because they'll have their cards flipped over, and they could have something big on that lane and beat you anyway. Exactly. So it's like, like you know, City or something. Yeah, yeah, like something, yeah. So it's like, but yeah, it's, it's such a weird card. I don't know if they might touch that one up somewhere down the road, make it maybe a, a point less to get out instead of being a, what was it, a four or five, yeah? Instead yeah. of being a four or five, maybe make it a three, five. I don't know. It's definitely um, the most interesting card to be released this season. It is. Life. The, the rest of them are very straightforward. You know what I mean? Yes. They know exactly what they do. This one, I, Super Giant, I will say maybe it might take a little while, maybe in a couple months, but maybe she will find like a home, like a, yeah. a, a, good, a good list to run her with. You know, I've seen yeah. a lot of people run that whole Tuma um, Super Giant, which has been a little bit, I think Nina is new, but I think uh, she covered that. It's been a Nina pretty successful did, yeah. deck. Yeah. yeah. Alex Kocha made an interesting deck with, uh, and he was hiding cards. So it was a, using super giant and using invisible woman. And he was just hiding things up until the end of the game. So he's sticking down like a Tuma because, and I didn't know this, a Tuma, if he reveals at the very end of the game, doesn't explode. Exactly. Yep. So I'm like, oh, I, and I had no idea. So, and I played it a few times. Like, well, this is actually kind of fun. Yeah. You're throwing down cards like uh, Maximus and, you know, where you're not taking any of the, you know, you're not giving them cards with it because you're throwing them, you're hiding them behind these other your, cards. Your opponent has no idea what's coming. Like, yeah. Absolutely no idea. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's, that's pretty smart actually. Uh, so, yeah, but yeah, I think you might be right. There's some cards almost a little bit like Grandmaster, I think, too. Because mm -hmm. Grandmaster was so, everybody was so excited for that so card. So hyped for Grandmaster. Oh, my God. It's like, this is going to be the best card in Snap. And, <laughs> Ever. and, you know, Ever. and then it, when it didn't pan out, uh, but it, it's that's one of those cards, though, honestly. I, I talk about some cards like that that make my brain hurt. And that's one of those brain hurting cards because you it's one of those things that you've got to play all around in that game in order to get that to work exactly the way you want it. Uh, but yeah, so th that could be what blacks or what uh, I'm sorry, what uh, what Proxima ends not Proxima. Uh, who are we talking about? The, uh, super the giant black super giant. Yeah, that's where I think super giant could could end up along with Grandmaster, somewhere down the road, somebody's going to probably find something that's going to break that with another card maybe that's coming out on the horizon. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I've been uh, I've been having a uh, when when the uh, oh what was his name Grandmaster when he first yep. came out I mean I, I was I was with everybody else I was just seriously trying to find the most like absurd broken combos <laughs> I was trying to do like a Black Panther into the Grandmaster on top of Black Panther into Artem Zola like something like that to oh, do God, like a bunch yeah. of something crazy but then like I sat there I was like all right well like okay this is totally isn't working I couldn't get footage I was like oh my I was starting to tilt and everything <laughs> um and so I was like all right let's just go back to like like, like kind of like old reliable so I threw in a Dark Hawk list. Yeah, just straight Darkhawk with a couple tech cards, um, with the Grandmaster, and so like you, some of those cards are so hyped up, but they play yep. like a pretty pivotal role because pumping two rocks into your opponent rock slide and then Grandmaster on top of that is an extra. That's an extra four points 
for for Dark Hawk, which is pretty massive. And then yeah. you, you start to see things evolve, and then you see the Dark Hawk package, and then you see a Dark Hawk and Ronin package with Grandmaster. And yeah. so you throw down your your Master Mold, you Grandmaster your Master Mold. <laughs> they got four Sentinels in the hand they can't get rid of. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's a big Ronin. It's a very big Ronin. Oh, I love yeah. that card. I'm having such a blast with Grandmaster. Ronin, yeah, Grandmaster, are you? Yeah, yeah. yeah I can see it being cool. I mean, I saw some people use it a lot with uh, the, like the Wong lists, like yeah. you were talking about with Wong and with Black Panther and stuff like that. And yeah, I can see that. I could see that being the case. Um, but but yeah, Super Giant, I think, might come into her own at some point. Somebody might find something that's that's going to end up working uh, well with her down the road. Oh, so. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Well, that's this season. And of course, it ends tomorrow. Obviously, if you're going to go out there and, uh, and and look for the card and stuff like that, again, uh, like Zal said, you know, make sure that you're going to want to put this in a deck that you think you're going to run it in. Obviously, you know, other than that, if you have Modoc. Um, and you have docking, uh, then, you know, probably a skippable week for a lot of people. Um, and I know for a lot of people that's important, you know, I, I happen to be collection complete. Um, but you know, I, there's a lot of people out there obviously who aren't, and, and it's tough to save those tokens. And sometimes, uh, you don't want to, you don't want to blow them on just anything. So probably a skippable week for you if you're, if you're not going to play discards. So. Yeah, I agree. All right, let's move on. We're going to go and we're going to look at the next season because it's it's avengers versus x-men and i remember the comics very well uh, it was a very very cool comic book story that came out uh and this is our season pass card now we don't know because we see these data mines and sometimes they change them a little bit before they end up coming out I mean, this is this is pretty close now though to the release date of it uh but we've got hope summers Obviously, an X-Men 3-3, after you play a card here, you get plus one energy next turn. So some people saying this could get a little crazy. Uh, what, what do you think of the season pass card, man? Well, you know, honestly, I don't know if I'm like, if I'm not understanding it correctly. Because like okay. I see, I feel like a lot of people are hype about this. Yeah. After you play a card here, you get plus one energy next turn. So like Psylocke, right? Yep. Is, yeah, I mean it's just like Psylocke. Yep. I don't, I don't, I don't. Maybe I'm missing something. I don't know. I mean, three three stat line better than your Psylocke, obviously, right? Um, but like to me, it's like it's just a, it's just a, Psy a Psylocke with a Hawkeye type thing mixed together. I feel yep. like so maybe you could do like a Psylocke and this get plus two energy, ramp out some extra cards. I I like it. It's it's yeah. okay. I'm happy yeah. with it. A cool one. A nice little basic regular season pass card. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be broken or anything like that. I mean, obviously, if you changed around some of the words and you made it like if, if she did that every turn, because yeah. imagine if it was ongoing. Like plus yeah, one play a card here, and you, Yeah, you get plus one energy every single turn. You'd be like, take oh, my money, God. take my money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, I agree. I, th I think it'll be uh, I think it'll be a, a pretty good card. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's similar to a Psylocke. Uh, it really looks as if they're trying to get ramp back in uh, in the game a little second bit. Second one, second type of ramp card in a little while. Yeah, yeah. So it really looks like, I mean, I, I you're still seeing some people playing those Electro, Sandman, ramp decks and stuff that are out there and stuff like that. So I don't know. <laughs> Not yeah. a fan. Not but, a fan. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, that kind of stuff too. It never, it never ends up getting, I never end up getting the right cards at the right time. And Wave is very scary to play now. 
It really oh, yeah. is because you all those big cards that those the, the other players have in their hands, and they could put anything down. And Doctor Doom's everywhere in a lot of decks and stuff like that. And you get buried now with a wave. Sandman so, is um, just seriously like one of the, like my number one like not a fan of like, cards. Like, <laughs> I mean, Sandman is Sandman like it just I hate it how it takes away the turn six or whatever yes. you play about you. Know, but uh, all right, yeah. no more no more Sandman though. Yeah, <laughs> Sandman came to be I think when bounce was so prevalent because everybody was oh, yeah. having those big bounce decks that would just blow all their cards out on the last turn and the minute you put the sandman down it was like nope i'm out and they like, they completely leave. annihilated hit monkey for a little while <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it really did man oh that's great so we got hope summers now this is the this is what the season pass is going to look like I, I some of some of these card backs are so amazing man i oh, love yeah. the thanos one from this month oh um, the gauntlet the actual gauntlet. Yes. that one's beautiful oh beautiful. my god it's one of the best card backs i think i've seen and you got some cool stuff here there's obviously hopes there and then you got an iron man variant that looks pretty cool a magneto variant that looks pretty cool I like the obviously magneto. yeah the magneto is really awesome the hope summers uh the, the variant that you're going to get of course at the end and then the avengers and i guess that's a, yeah that's hope summers there on the one card back and the avengers uh, uh symbol is the other card back so very very cool looking uh uh stuff that we're going to get with the with the season pass this month so do you get the season pass every month Oh uh, yeah, usually. Yep. yep. And I'm also yeah. running a giveaway on my Twitter. If anyone needs a season. Oh, pass, there you go. Over down the Dallas snap on Twitter. <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. Season passes are, uh, are, are, yeah, usually I think pretty much almost everybody I know that plays almost at least gets a season pass. It's not bad. If that's all you're going to do, you're not really going to spend or anything else on, on anything other than that. It, it's, it's not a bad thing to do. Cause you're going to get a lot of good stuff out of that. Whatever. Great value. You know, yeah. Yeah. It really is. Really is. All right, so uh, we are going to look at some of the other cards from this upcoming season. So let's start here, and we have Pixie. Pixie is a 2-1. On reveal, shuffle the costs, or the, I'm sorry, yeah, shuffle the costs of the cards in your deck that started there. So shuffling, so changing the costs of your cards that are in your deck. So you want to talk RNG? Uh, this is for sure uh, going to be a crazy, uh, you know, crazy RNG for this. I mean, uh, all I keep thinking in my brain is I could play a one-cost Galactus. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for this one. And I yeah. think it's like any type of card, like a Nico Minaru, right? Where the ability constantly changes and, it, and it's super, super cool, keeps you on your yep. feet. I think this is going to be an absolute blast. And I'm super, super excited for the cooks people are going to make for this yes. card right here. It's going to be great. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta ask you too. While we're there, while you mentioned cooking, because I I, I want I like talking to people about that too. Do you make your own decks? Uh, well, it depends. Like uh, on the YouTube, sometimes. Well, about like I would say sixty five percent of the YouTube videos I make are mostly homebrews or just variations okay. of things that I saw online that I change and tweak that like fit more of my of my play style. But usually, if I ever do like a uh, a uh, or even if like it's a use like super viral, super popular deck, and you ca I can't find the owner, yeah, I usually won't put anything. I'll just like just yeah. I'll do a whole deck guy. Um, but then like uh, other videos, I do like I just did a uh, Gunny Tease, uh, super big dumb idiot. That's a great. Uh, that's a great. Yeah, deck. I just I. I did the one on that. I did Tucker's Hit Monkey list. Uh, I did Rebus's Sarah Control, and so I, I I do like a little mixture of both. But whenever whenever I play like online and ladder or something like that, I usually use like, just like meta decks. It's just I just I want to win, baby. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. I I'm the same way. It, it it's this is. 
coming from a, a, a background that I had, you know, in magic, when you're talking about, you know, magic had a set out every three months of a couple hundred cards and you're talking thousands and thousands of cards that you could choose from as yeah. opposed to snap where, you know, to make something that's going to be completely and utterly different. Now it happens. Sometimes people do, but it's, it's tough. But you know, when I'm talking about home brewing or cooking and stuff like that, it's, you take a card or two, you find a deck that looks really cool to you and you like playing it, but then you think, you know what, there's this other card I kind of just want to throw in here. Uh, and you just switch a card out here or there. That's technically your own thing. You're, you're doing something that makes you comfortable as far as playing goes. Um, and so that, that's kind of what it is. I think a lot of people, especially maybe new players may not necessarily understand, well, what are they talking about by cooking? What are they talking about by making their own decks? There's Step only so many cards that you're making. <laughs> yeah. It's like, there's only so many things you could do. Um, but yeah, no, I like that. That's, uh, that's awesome, man. That's awesome. It's always fun awesome. to just go out there and like one, one night when, you know, I, I can't sleep one night, I'll hope I'll hop in the Marvel snap and I'll just start, just start plugging things and just start messing around. That, yeah. That's the whole, that's a lot of the enjoyment for me. Me. you know what i mean because if you sit there in net deck all day yeah don't get me wrong you'll win you'll keep climbing but like yeah. sometimes it's fun to sit back go into a proving grounds with just a homebrewed brand new list you know what i mean yes yeah yeah it really is that was a big a big part of the fun that i used to have playing magic back in the day was literally you know getting my binder cards spreading the cards out and thinking like all right what can i put in my deck that's going to make my deck better would this yeah. work better than that would this work better than that? it's just a big fun a part of fun of playing these card games um so yeah that's awesome i love it all right so that was pixie we're going to move on to mockingbird mockingbird is a five nine Costs one less for each card you have in play that didn't start in your deck. Fire. Great. <laughs> I think this is gonna be seriously a good one. I'm very I, I I'm very excited for a lot of these cards, right? Mainly this one and I think War Machine, which I'm assuming we're gonna get to pretty soon. Oh, War um, Machine, yeah. Yeah, I think like this is gonna go side pretty well into a Loki, right? Some yes. type of Loki list. Yes. Um it is a five cost, right? Um so who are you dropping, really? I think you need to keep the dino. I think you need dino in there, right? Yeah. Um, maybe you can just slot it in for something. Maybe you can tech out. I don't know. I just have to sit there and brew. But I think this has a place in there. And if, in theory, you get the you get the Colson, you get the Nick Fury, you know, the Snow Guard, you might be able to throw this out for free. Mirage. Which, which, yeah, Mirage. Mirage all Mirage. And yeah. getting this a free nine, it's possible. I'm not saying you're going to hit every time. Probably going to be like maybe even like three, maybe average out of two or three right Still, around Still, dude, even if it's like a two nine, like you said, or, or yeah. a three nine or a two nine, that's pretty hot it's value. It's value. Yeah. And I'm assuming yeah. if, you're, if you're looking to play the Mockingbird, you probably missed the Loki. You didn't draw it. You got this card or something like that. So it gives another element of like uh, cushion. For the for the Loki decks, because the, the list already by itself is really good. Uh, if you don't pull the Loki, but I think this is going to be a pretty good one in there because you get it around one cost. You throw that down with your Dino. I mean, that's yeah. some stats. Those are some good stats. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah, I absolutely agree. I think it's going to fit pretty good into a Loki. Loki's going to come back. People are going to be upset. <laughs> <laughs> Mockingbird was. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched the, the uh, Agents of Shield, the the uh, TV show, but she was a pretty popular character uh, actually in that show. So, I don't think uh, I've even heard of that. It, it, was Age that of the Shields, pretty good. It, it, it was well. It aired originally on ABC Network, so it was on ABC. But now I think they have it on Disney Plus. It's actually pretty good. It ran for like three seasons. Coulson was in it from the movies, um, <laughs> so he was in it. But they brought in characters that you didn't see in any Marvel movies before. Deathlock. Deathlock was in it. Oh, uh, like the first season. Uh, they had they had Ghost Rider, but it was the Robbie Reyes Ghost Rider. It wasn't the um, it wasn't the uh, the uh, the Johnny Jack, Blaze. Yeah, oh yeah, Johnny, yeah. So it was uh -huh. the Ghost Rider who drove the car. 
yeah. So, but yeah, they had some pretty cool stuff. I, I enjoyed it. It was a little campy at times, a little weird. Uh, but but yeah, I didn't mind it. But she was she was actually her and Quake were really the two most beloved Quake. characters actually in that series. Yeah. So it's pretty yeah, pretty cool. But yeah, yeah I agree. I think this is uh, this is dead set going to go into Loki deck. No, no doubt. 100%. Cam, Cam Best will be happy, man. He's a he's a big Loki. Yeah, him and uh, Lambie. Oh man, uh, Lambie's a Loki <laughs> Loki king. <laughs> Lambie's Lambie's gonna be loving it, man. Uh, all right, so Mockingbird. All right, then we've got. Uh, let me see what I got next here. Nope, that is the oh, I brought this up just because of the fact that uh, this is obviously the uh, cards that are going to be coming out with Mockingbird. But I put this in here because I love Man Thing. Oh, that man thing is nice. That's a I good am one. such a big. I love man things since my my. So back in like the seventies or, or so, um, they used to come out with. We kind of had our own version of audiobooks back then, but they were records. They yeah. used to come out and they'd call them a comic book and record, and you'd play this record and they had the audio. So somebody reading the parts of the characters that were in the book. My mom literally bought me this book and record of man thing. Now, mind you, <laughs> this was a horror comic back then. And it was about a story of a, of a clown who committed suicide in the swamp. He literally kills himself in the swamp. Uh -oh. So this is in a book that she gave to an eight-year-old. So I, I tell my mom, I said, you want to know why I'm such a horror nut now? Is because you bought this for me when I was eight years old. Um, but I've been a fan of Man-Thing since then. And I, and I literally, I have that book. So that comic book is Man-Thing number one, which came out in, I want to say, 70... 576 in and around that time but i own that book that's um, awesome and yeah so those comic covers are fire i love them me too i love the, like a high evo one too oh so my god nice. the high evo one's so cool the thanos one um i was hyped for that the galactus of course yeah. the galactus one i was hyped. i literally go through that i split the card my first split I was saw inked, yeah. dude ink with the purple crackle i'm like what <laughs> and then thanos the first one i got well that was a was a goal so yeah. I'm like, dude, this is freaking amazing. The comic I will book say, stuff. It did look a little weird though that uh, Thanos one with the gold. Yes, because you couldn't see. You can't see the. You can't see the title. Yeah, the gold makes the title white. So unless until you split it, you you have to almost move the card a little bit uh, in order, like move your like if you're playing on a phone, you have to kind of move your phone a little bit to see yeah. the title. So yeah, no, I agree. It does look. It looks better inked. I like the inked one. Oh right? yeah, it looks great inked. Yeah. Great. I'm partial to the ink comic covers because it's like very raw. Like when the artist would have drawn them, that's how it would have looked. They yeah. would have been black and white. Uh, so, but yeah, I put that up there because that's my next big one. I cannot wait for that card to come out for the. Oh man, I can't <laughs> wait! I can't wait! But here he is. There's your war machine, man. Uh, <laughs> this card's been looked for for a long time. This card had been data mined forever. If you go back yeah. and look at the beginning of the data mines, he was there. But at the time, I'm trying to think what. His what was his his thing was give something to one power cards I think back then, it was give, it was it was something weird. It was I give plus. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember though. I haven't thought about that. The original from like yeah. old pack back when yeah. so long because everybody thought it would be good. Oh, this could be a great card in Zoo. And yeah, like, yeah. But now look at it. And so until the end of next turn, nothing can stop you from playing cards anywhere, dude. He's a Jeff. He gives you the ability to make your cards into a Jeff. I like is, where, I like how it says on reveal though that they can stop you, you, you from playing so, cards. Yeah, so it's only yeah, dude. So it's all of a sudden here you come and you could put cards anywhere you want. 
which is crazy. Lockdown. If, if you're running lockdown and you see a war machine, you better just get out of there. You got to roll <laughs> tide. You cannot stay. It's going to be it's say every single one of your cards are to Jeff. I mean, yes. that's, just, that's just so insane. Like I said, if you face that lockdown, you throw that down on turn four, play into a storm lane, play into a Professor X lane. Meta, not meta breaking because storm isn't or um, lockdown isn't like number one like it was a couple months back, but still a super, super influential car that I think is going to be super, super, super good, man. Oh, you got to be loving this one, man. No, no, no <laughs> doubt for that lockdown shell. <laughs> yeah, right. Or even you can even use it in lockdown. Let's say yes. your opponent threw down a cold obsidian in your storm lane with your with your um, storm and your iron lad. You're, you're down. Yeah, you decided Jeff in there. You didn't draw the Miss Marvel. Throw down the war machine. Play some stuff in there. Yeah, good. I like this. I like yeah. this. Yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be a fun card, but plus such an iconic character. Oh um, yeah, I mean obviously the base design the, is beautiful. It it really is. Yeah, it's really nice. That's gonna look awesome. Split. Maybe they'll come out with those new splits in time for that. Oh, I, I know yeah. they're supposed to have that space one or whatever that they're gonna do. That's gonna look that's gonna look amazing and stuff. Yeah. With the, the gun coming out of there like that. Uh, I remember the uh, original Infinity Border. If you if you played like back in the back of the day, like in the first couple months of the game, the original just purple Infinity Border. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At the oh, time, they were like, let's man. go, let's go. Yeah, I know, right? How times have changed since Yeah, then. when I came Crazy, back, right? that was a big, like, I was like, what the heck? They look so much better now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're going to look awesome. I can't wait till they do some of these changes. I'm pretty excited about some of them that, yeah, that they've got too. coming out. The clans. Dude, yeah, gold clans is going to be fun, dude. Yeah. We've got Cannonball, 5-8. On reveal, move an enemy card away from here and add a rock where it was. If it can't move, destroy it to add the rock so he can destroy a card if the card can't move is this a blob to shoot can he, he can destroy blob no this is a, this is a this is literally like blob how you doing i'm here what's going on this is literally <laughs> that's like, that's literally like what this is for then again yeah. you look at it i mean if blob if, if you know they're gonna uh let's say they drop the blob down like they ramp him out or something like that right i wonder so like they, if they have four cards there with lockjaw it's gonna pick a random one i assume right Yes. Yeah. So it's gonna yeah. let's say it just picks. There's a blob magneto locked on a stone, moves a stone to whatever, replaces it with a rock. That's good. That's not bad. And then you can like right. shunchi that lane or something like that. I'm excited for it. I don't really know where I where it's gonna go into though. I mean, could you put it in move? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe move. You know what I was thinking? It could go into too, but I don't know that it would necessarily fit into the shell because it's pretty like. Uh, it's pretty set in the way that it works. You can maybe stick this into an Annihilus deck. Um, yeah. And, and, and almost like a, a junk, put another rock out there in a lane and stuff like that. And end up, yeah. It, so, but I just don't know because that's very fluid in the way that it's played. Um, you know, you're playing Annihilus, you're playing, uh, or I'm sorry, you're playing Sentry. Then you're playing Annihilus on five. You'd almost have to play him on six. Um, which I guess you can. I, I don't know. I don't know. Five eight's it, not bad. It's for the stat no, line, no, no stat line's not too bad. Not at all. Not at all. But yeah, it's funny. They they might probably looked at this and like, yeah, that blob card's gonna get out of hand. We're probably gonna have to do something. <laughs> yeah, there. right. I mean, that's <laughs> that's so crazy. I, I can You can throw them down, and I guess yeah, it just moves that like a, a random card from that location to somewhere else. So you could do uh maybe like a whole little kingpin action or something. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, there you go. That is a look ahead, obviously, at March. Uh, we've already been, uh, we, we've already seen a little bit of what we're going to be getting in April. April looks as if they haven't announced it yet, but it looks as if it's going to be a Thunderbolt series. Has to be because all those characters are, are, and I think the reason that it probably is coming out is because uh, the writer strike and everything last year pushed everything back. 
And the Thunderbolts, I believe, the uh, I think that's going to be a, a movie now with Marvel, but I think that was due to come out this year. So I think yeah. that's probably why we we're getting that. But we saw all that stuff. I mean, there's insane cards in that, too. That Red, Red Hulk. Hulk. Yeah, oh yeah, God, Red Hulk. Dude, <laughs> dude you want to talk about like a high Evo counter at the Wazoo. Yes. Imagine that. But even so, even if it's in your hand, I mean, with like the decks I use, I usually don't have a turn one anyway. So if yeah. it's in your hand, that's a what? Where'd you start at? 10? He just goes yeah. at 614, 618, 622. No, I think, he, yeah, that dude, he's going to be insane man yeah i love he, him I, he, I love him so much yeah he's gonna be insane i can't believe harrison ford from star wars is playing that character red hulk he, he is playing red hulk in the movie really? yes because wow. he the actor who played general ross uh in the old in the other films passed away uh oh. so they had to replace him so they're replacing him with harrison ford and general ross is red hulk no, so that's, that's a, good yeah, actor good pick yeah. so you're gonna see that big red hulk body with harrison ford's face on <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna like be great the, oh my god that's gonna be awesome uh so so yeah so there you go so that's a look at next season all right man i am going to this is only for the third time ever on my show that i'm doing this i started this a few weeks back uh, with the kid snap i i got an idea from them that love those guys they had uh that game they play about guess the deck where they use ai and stuff like that to kind of give you hints as to what the deck is going to be so i thought you know what let me do something kind of according to me because you know i'm old so uh i like pixelated stuff listen that's just the way it was i grew up with pixelated things uh everything that we played back in the day from the old mario uh, right off the bat to some of the other games like the final fantasy games and stuff like that all pixel characters right Right. So I thought, you know, pixels are so hated on, underrated. Nobody likes them. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to do a little game and I'm going to call it Guess the Pixel. So, Zal, you're going to be the third person to play here. I'm going to see how you do. Now, you're up against some hard competition because Nerf Herder killed it. Yeah, I got to <laughs> beat him. I got to go perfect. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> killed it last week. So we're going to play some Guess the Pixel and uh, we're going to start off right now so we're gonna go with this one first i'm gonna show now for those who are listening on audio i know this is a little difficult because it's hard to explain all this but i will do my best so i've got a pixel up there we got yellows and browns little gold we got uh i don't know looks like uh the, the browns kind of coming straight down on the left and the right we got a little bit of blue up on the top right hand side as well uh but what do you think zal what, what do you got for the uh first guest of pixel here well, off rip. Okay, I don't really. All right, I'm just gonna shoot. For off rip, the blue. I'm getting like Ironheart ish type things going on. Okay. Um, it's the background for me though. It's 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 like a brownish. It's like I'm, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna give you one little hint. Yeah. The red is not red. It's actually brown. So I'll give you that one hint. <laughs> um. Um, honestly, when you said that, I got you. shocker. I'm guessing shocker. You would be correct. Oh, <laughs> that absolutely is shocker. Yes. Yes. There you go. Okay. Nice. We'll take <laughs> you that. You can see the shocker. Uh, you got the little beady eyes up there on the top and the electric stuff coming off of his hands and, uh, the belt there below and the, and the, he's got the gold and the, the brown tank top and tights, uh, and the yellows on the bottom. So there you go. Yes, it is shocker. So there you go. You're I one for one, that. man. You're I'm one so for one. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. Number two. Domino. Oh, 
look at that. How quick he gets that one, man. Oh, you sorry. Got the guns you explain from the this. Side. I didn't even explain. I didn't even get to explain that. I have to go back here. Uh, well, you had a gray, you know, a gray what looks like a, a kind of a gun, and then you got an arm going out in the one direction and all white behind it. And man, he nailed it. Got it right <laughs> off the bat. It is Domino. Uh, so there you go. A very, very underplayed card, unless you happen to be like me and throws it in an Agatha deck. Because uh, it gets played on every turn, too. Uh, so there you go. It is Domino. All right. Next one. This one's going to be tough, I think. But you never know. So we got some grays. We got some blacks. We got a little bit of red in there as well. Also a little bit of, I don't know, like maybe flesh color there as well in, in, in that uh, pixel. Uh, this one's a little tough. It almost kind of the, the colors throw me off. Yeah, <laughs> throw me off because at first I was thinking Noel, right? That was my first initial guess. Are you serious? Oh, <laughs> I'm killing it! I'm killing it! You are killing it, man! He got it again. It is Noel. Uh, <laughs> oh, it was the background. It was the background. The background okay. of the window that he's in front of, or whatever that is. It could be a spider web. I don't know. It, it looks almost like a window, but yeah, like maybe stained glass or something. But yeah, the reds and the blacks were the sword uh, that he holds. The gray, of course, is the arm. Uh, that the long, wonderful gray hair up there with the red eyes uh, looks absolutely demonic. And then the little, almost like uh, flowing skirt. He's He's got down at the bottom there. Uh, it absolutely is no man, you're, dude. You're three for three, dude. You're <laughs> three for we're three. Going. We're rolling. We're <laughs> all right, man. Number four, fast. No, oh, that was the easiest one of the bunch, <laughs> and he got that one right off as well. It is fast with the with the flowing locks and the colors. You got the red and the green on one side, the blue on the other. I I actually like this pixel. I think That's it's a nice it's, one. it's actually kind of cool. I like yeah. the colors. I, I like the colors a lot in the hair. I do too. And you got the of course the lion face on the front with the red eyes and then but yes, it absolutely is bass, man. You are uh I don't know, man. Uh, you, you're you're doing really well. Speed run, speed run. You're, <laughs> you're doing really well. All right. This is the last one, man. Can you get oh them all? God. Last one. Oh, you hooked me up. It's Electra. Oh, man. He knew it right off the Dude, absolutely killed it. He absolutely kills it. It is. Oh, it's not Hope no, Summers. It's what Hope am Summers. I doing there? It's not Hope Summers. It's not that either. Oh, where the hell is the Electra? Uh, it's up here someplace. That There she is. It is Electra. The fire on the left. Uh, of course, the red suit and the hair and stuff like that. Now, this is, this is, I mean, look at that. Like every single one of them. Do you have? Did you have a lot of these that you knew, or did you just have? Have you just seen them before? Well, the the knoll because of the sword saw that that yes. one you saw the the weapon right there. Mm -hmm. Um, the shocker. If you didn't tell me the the pants, if you didn't the tell brown. me the pants, yeah. I had no idea. And then the bass was pretty easy. And then I think that was all of them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No. They, it was a any especially with the weapon. If I could see the weapon, that I yep. I got that. I got. That. <laughs> I'm surprised. Before we started, I was like, I always struggle so hard with these on Twitter. No, man. You killed it, dude. Two in a row. Everybody got to guess the picks. I, hey, I'm loving it. I, I absolutely dig it, man. You got to keep the you streak. Would, yeah, I know, right? You and Nerfer both killed it. Either that or I got to get some harder pixels. Or maybe <laughs> maybe blow them up even further so you can't see anything. <laughs> That's amazing, dude. That's awesome. Um, all right. So a couple more questions before I let you go. Uh, firstly, um, what what are you looking forward to? I mean, I always talk to people about the economy in the game and how the game is going. Um, you know, 
I love talking to people like yourself that have different ideas on the games and stuff like that. So what, what are you most looking forward to? Uh, now we, you talked, I know you got a little excited about the clans when we talked about clans. What are you most looking forward to to come from Marvel Snap? I know one of the things that I would like to see uh, would be a draft mode. Uh, because I just think that would be a lot of fun. It would get, you know, the players who are maybe just pool one or pool two, you know, you can, you can, they can kind of play almost with anybody because everybody's going to be getting, you're going to go through a draft. You're going to be pulling different cards. So I kind of thought that would be interesting, but what are you most looking forward to from Marvel snap coming, uh, coming out and what they could do going forward? I'm really excited about border selection. That's going to be a big one. Keeping the animation on the card, but then allow you to match different, you get a green cap, uh, green crackle on your, lizard or something like that and yeah. so you don't want to keep it at the green border right i mean obviously you have to because it matches so well um but i'd rather have the animation i want like the premium premium uh, animation that you get but then also keeping that green border you know what i mean just so you can keep the match i'm really excited for that i'm really really excited for the clans i don't really know what they're going to do with that yet um if it's like a, i don't know if anyone ever if you play that clash of clan or clash royale is that that clash kind royale, of game yeah. yeah yeah it's like you know where you compete together uh, maybe against other clans that'd be really really fun yeah nothing but it's the anything that's like passive not passive but like you play a couple games you're good for the week you get your rewards at the end based on how you do something like that in clans would be really, really really cool and that it would just further the community growth of marvel snap because the only community like right now adding the game there's no like inter interpersonal connections inside the actual game marvel snap besides a few emotes and a couple words right and so having that clan thing with maybe like a little text uh a little chat in there that'd be awesome really looking forward to that i hope they really execute that well um and something i'm hoping for i've been thinking about this a lot i feel like recently these bundles have been like insane like price wise right yeah, i mean the values have. the value's been there of course yeah. Um, but the price wise just been insane. And I think this like kind of roots back to a bigger issue between like the roof and ceiling between like free to play players and like whales. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not a whale. I mean, I do spend a little bit, you know what I mean? Um, oh, uh, trust me. <laughs> I, uh, I completely get you. I've spent way more money on this than I probably should have. Yeah. yeah. Right. But like, yeah. you know, I'm almost collection complete. I skipped a couple cards. I just didn't want like martyr yeah. and, and super giant and all the Macy, all the cards from this season. Yeah. Um, but like you know, I spent a pretty good amount of money in this game, and like I, I have, I can, I have access to almost every single deck. I have almost every single good card you could have, and so yeah. I have a whole bunch of different things that I can use. But like, you know, for free, a lot of my friends uh, back at home, like my in real life friends, there are most of them are free to play. Um, and they have a hard time reaching infinite because they're around like 3000 collection level. So they've been playing for a long time because of the, the amount of grinding it takes to, to, to get yeah. that high collection levels free to play is very, very hard, very difficult to do. Um, I just wish somehow they increased the, the floor and the ceiling between free to play and people who pay who pay who pay for the game because yeah. I, you know me and you we sell so fast we got there so fast i'm like at 8000 collection level you know what i mean but like for a free to play player it takes like it would take years yes if you're a free to play player to be collection complete which is like you know it shouldn't take that long if i can just swipe a credit card and get there pretty fast using a pretty good amount of money right so yeah. i just i hope to see some type of uh leveling out between the again the floor and the ceiling between those kind of players i'm really i really hope they do something like that um and yeah, those are the main things I'm looking for. Those three things right there is what I'm really looking for when it comes to the future of Marvel Snap. And more variants. Who doesn't want more variants? Oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> Some of those variants are just like I said, that those comic book covers, I hope they keep doing them. Um, and and some of them, I, I think we're getting, what are we getting? An art germ shop takeover, I think, yeah, this month? Yeah, yeah. Dude, man, great. his stuff is fire. Like <laughs> so that, good. I have the Mystique that he did. Uh, oh, I, have her, I have her inked. It looks like a portrait. 
Yeah. You, you literally could put that on your wall, like put, some of the stuff. Right there. <laughs> oh my god, dude, he's his stuff is insane. Uh, we had the we had uh, obviously Peach Momoko. She's doing comic books now, which is amazing. She she did a she's writing an upcoming X Men uh, book that's coming out. Oh really? Uh, yeah, like it's it's it's. I love one of the reasons why I love this game so much. Um, is it, part of it is the artwork. It really is. I just love growing up on comics the way I did, um, reading them from you know the early seventies on through, um, and, and the time of Stan Lee and Ditko back in the seventies to you know up to now and the artists and stuff and what they do is is tremendous. Um, and and I, I absolutely love it. From from Dan Hip, I, I love me some Dan Hip, man. I think yeah, Dan Hip does too. tremendous. Dan Hip Joy. Oh, I love his artwork, dude. That Helicarrier when I pulled that, I'm like, this is one of the best. <laughs> things i've ever seen it's, it's got the, it's got the, the smiley face on it and it's got that oh I, I i love it man uh to to the to the stuff that's more realistic um and now to the comic book covers this it's really one of the big reasons why i enjoy the game um, me too and, and, i i and the comic book covers too like uh when i think that what well, the haibo came out last month or something like yeah. that right um yeah. i like wasn't like in the comic book scene like whatsoever like at all um but then one time on my drive home i was like i usually listen to podcasts when i go in and out of work um so i was looking for something new and i just put on a comic book podcast which is like really cool i'm working my way through the bronze uh the beginning of the bronze Dude. age right now with like human torch and uh no more and that whole it's thing it's so fun man the, the original human torch is like a robot or like he was he was an like android that, right? yeah, yeah absolutely he, he was super cool he, yeah he's literally one of the first marvel characters that came out he was right around that right around the beginning with namor like you yeah. said um yeah it's 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 a it's a heck of a journey um yeah man uh you can certainly message me anytime you want and i'll give you recommendations on what to read uh because i i have been through i i used to read now granted i was a big spider-man fan when i was a young kid so i read a lot of spider-man um you know back when they killed off gwen stacy which was his girlfriend at the time which was unheard of you in comic books you never heard of a character getting killed off and not coming back they almost really? always did now she has since in like the 90s and 2000s but for the longest time she stayed dead uh which was like a shocking thing but i i loved very weird i read doc a lot of doctor strange and Doctor Strange in the like the seventies and eighties was very a bunch of like psychedelic color and a bunch of like he'd always be in some other weird dimensions somewhere and all that. That's that's where I ended up finding Agatha uh, was oh. was from his books and also from a Fantastic Four book, which totally creeped me out because it was the old witch Agatha that you see on the cards. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, the Fantastic Four for whatever reason decided that they wanted her to watch their children. Apparently, I guess she posed as just oh this nice little old lady, but she lived in this big creepy old haunted house, and you would take and it was like who the hell's gonna leave their kids with that? Uh, and she did, and they did, and then it ended up turning very badly. Um, but yeah, there there are there's so many cool books to read, um, and I know Gunny T and I were talking a little bit about it too when he was on the show because he was never much of a comic reader, um, and that's one of the things that that I like to do uh, in my show is I like to to talk a little bit, bit about where these where these uh, the cards come from. And a lot of times, some of the stories and stuff that, that you should read. There is a Spider-Man book that's out right now. Incredible. In one of the best comics I've read in ages. It's Ultimate Spider-Man. Uh, so they start restarting their Ultimate uh, line back up again. Uh, but it is Peter when he's in his, like, 40s. So they're not going from a young standpoint. It's, it's from an older Peter Parker who is married and has children. His Uncle Ben is still alive. Uh, so it's a very, very odd book. But, man, is it good just done so well um and yeah you know i always say 
support your local comic book shop if you have them because they are very few and far between now um so hard to find them if you can't grab them on digital you can get them from like amazon now and read them on a kindle uh, just it, it, it's really amazing to go back like the Thanos stuff, you know, I know everybody has seen the MCU film, you know, Infinity War and and the, uh, or I'm sorry, the, uh, um, the, uh, yeah, they escaped me now, but the Thanos stuff, yeah. uh, but they don't really realize how different it was. Um, in the comics, it was very centered around death. Death was his, you know, not really necessarily girlfriend, but she was his, the, the, the guiding light for him. She was pushing him to do what he did. And so you really didn't see that in any of the films because they, I don't really think they could have portrayed that and done a great job with it. It would have been a little tough to get a handle on that. Yeah. Um, but it's so good to read a man and it's great to hear, you know, people like yourself are doing that because that's really where all this came from. And none of the movies would be here these games certainly wouldn't be here without all the lore from the comics. So that's awesome, man. I love my, to hear that. Uh, my friend uh, right down the street, like childhood best friend, like we still are neighbors. Like I uh, love that kid to death. He uh, is super, super into DC. Uh, he's superheroes in general. He's great too. Yeah, yeah. He's a massive DC fan. He has like a, like a horde of uh, flash comics. Like mm -hmm. so many. Um, love the he, flash. Yeah. He yep. was like, he subscribed uh, when he was a kid. I forget what he told me. It was some type of comic book thing. We got stuff shipped to his house, like weekly or yep. monthly or something like that. Oh, uh, and he, showed me all them the other day i mean they are so so cool he actually it got me into it i listened to podcasts and now i uh i don't really buy the books um i don't know if there's a comic book store near me i have to look but i go on youtube and i listen to uh like people read what it says but they take the words out so they'll get the copyright but they sell the pictures yeah. there and so i just listened to that i listened to like a, 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 i saw like a venom one but you have like god powers he was like yes. fight, like fight, fighting noel or something that's the, something that's like the that. noel uh, storyline yeah that's the that was that's good the, yep that was really good actually yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great, man. It really is. Uh, some of them have come up. And, and there have been so like you were telling me earlier, you're a Star Wars fan. There were some amazing Star Wars comics. Amazing really? books. Yeah, dude. Like they they did a uh, there's a there's a book called you should read it. It's called Dark Empire. Fantastic. It is a sequel, direct sequel to Return of the Jedi. And oh. so like what happens and I'll and I'll tell you when you're reading it, you're going to you're going to realize where they got the plot for the uh, the newest trilogy from. Because that whole thing about Snoke and everything like that, that that book, the Emperor's essence lived and was able to go into clone bodies. That's where they got that from. Oh. was that comic book. But the comic book is excellent. And from what I understand, I don't know how true this is, but when Carrie Fisher passed away, they were supposed to make the final film very centric on her. Luke's film was the second story. He was not supposed to really die. And then Leia was supposed to be very centric in the end. And that is how that happened in those books. So look that book up and read it. It's I got to check it out. I it's, have to. It's absolutely Probably does a lot better than the movies did. It, it, oh, the, the book is one of the best books I've read, um, especially for Star Wars. Uh, but, it, oh, it's fantastic. Very, very dark because Luke realizes the only way that he could take out the Emperor is to turn to the dark side. So uh -oh. Luke actually actually goes as about as far as he could go, and Leia brings him back at the end. But it's it's tremendous. Wow, that sounds Trem good. It sounds really good. Yeah, <laughs> tremendous, tremendous. I love it, man. Keep reading the books. Yeah, anytime. Uh, look me up. I'll, I'll give you some recommendations about what to read because there are some great things out there. Hell yeah! Um, Thank you so yeah. much. Oh, absolutely, dude. Well, hey, listen. Um, I want you to tell all the people that are listening out there where they can find you when you stream. Let everybody know, man. 
Well, I primarily focus. Well, hey guys, what's going on? My name is Zach or Zach. <laughs> um, I primarily focus on YouTube. I try mainly do most of my content, but I try to squeeze in like a couple streams a week, like two or three, just about on Twitch. Everything is at Zal Snap. My Twitter, my uh, YouTube, both at Zal Snap. Someone already has a uh, Zal Snap on Twitch. Don't know what's up with that. So it's Zal Snap uh -oh. underscore, which <laughs> kind of sucks. But uh, yeah, that's all my socials. Um, yeah, yeah, follow me if you if you like. Uh, and uh, seriously, thank you so much for having me on here. I was so nervous. I was so oh nervous gosh, to come dude. on here. But dude, this is seriously such a fantastic conversation. It was, I'm really glad we both shared a lot of similar interests. I'm really, really appreciative for you having me on here. Seriously, thank you. You are absolutely welcome, man. You can come back anytime. I'd love to have you back again. Um, are you doing the stuff for the now? Do you do you stream? Um, uh, do you do the stuff for the Twitch streaming and stuff like that, or uh, like uh, do you do you go? No, you're. Are you in the creator program at all, or are you? Are you just, uh, I actually just applied. I literally Did just you? applied. Nice. Yeah, I figured. That's uh, awesome. Good I, I luck. To, oh, thank you so much. I was uh, I was talking to Docty. Um, and he said, like, uh, when I had like, I think I'm like just about like 800 subscribers, so we're close to a thousand nice. threshold. Yeah, great. Um, he said the earlier the better because they take so 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 long, right? Long, day, yeah. Um, so I think I did it like two two or three weeks ago at this point. So hopefully, we uh, fingers crossed, we uh, we do that. And I just, I also, I got accepted into uh, into pursuit gaming. Pursuit gaming added me onto the team with uh, Tucker and all of them and Docty. So yeah, oh, it's, it's nice, uh, dude. Super super awesome. exciting. Yeah, happened good this morning, man. That's yeah. awesome. That's things awesome. are looking good. Love it, man. Love to hear it. That's fantastic. Great stuff, dude. Like I said, man, go check him out. It's Zal Snap. Uh, was an awesome conversation, man. I loved having you again. Welcome back anytime. And uh, thanks for coming on, man. I really appreciate you being with me. The pleasure and honor is all mine. Thank you, thank you so much for having me. Thank you all for watching. Make sure you follow and subscribe to him. Seriously, an amazing <laughs> podcast host. So glad I came out again. Thank you so, Appreciate so much. Appreciate that, guys. Yes, and please make sure you drop a like on the video here. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, please do so. This will also be out in audio format. I know a lot of people love to listen to it on audio, which is totally cool. I will have that out a little bit later. This will be out in about, say, a half an hour or so. Uh, so, yes, make sure you check it out. And uh, I will talk to you all on the next episode of Snap Decisions. Everybody have a great night. Stay safe. Be kind to one another. And I'll talk to you all soon. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye, guys. If only